With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get the letter in. Get the letter started. Recorded live. Yes, welcome to the machine, all right, it is the Raw Radio Machine, it's a little Pink Floyd of Roger Waters and Ganger here on this Monday, May the 12th, 2016, ladies and gentlemen, and we welcome you back, or excuse me, I had the wrong date, May 16th, 2016, boy, my days are screwed up, sorry about that, guys, uh, it is Raw Radio episode 43, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number one three eight seven four four and the number one right now, the big three here, ready to start another Raw Radio show for you this Monday, however, as we said we had a little pink Floyd to start it out let's introduce the drum mates on a solo first off from guitar man himself none other than roger waters assistant if you will the big diesel from pro wrestling reviews in the kramer brothers band ladies and gentlemen none other than gregory kramer greg how are you today good guys how are you guys we're doing good we're doing good it's actually nice out for a change i'm concerned what the weekend was like and everything like that how it started warming up a little bit today so that's a good sign and down in virginia ladies and gentlemen let's introduce our other solo artist if you will the human suplex machine john gross john how are you today Good, how about you guys? Doing good, doing good, as we said. And, of course, we got a lot of news to get into today, so let's start diving into the news wire today. Our first story today, of course, is kind of a bittersweet and a somber one. Of course, we've been following this story for quite a while over the last several months, however, and, of course, it became apparently newsworthy again this past weekend. Jimmy Superfly Snook is once again gracing our airwaves here today, and here's the latest news about that. According to reports, his lawyer declared that he was incompetent, apparently, but a doctor testified on Friday he says that he abused alcohol, and cocaine, of course, over the years, of course, and that is why he is, well, the way he is right now. Of course, as you know, Stoke is on trial for the 1983 murder of his then-mysterious girlfriend that he supposedly uh, beat to death in a hotel room in Allentown, Pennsylvania, if you will. The question i got to ask here, guys, should he still stay in trial and let this continue, or should the trial end right now and not him for him to take the stand? I mean, we're going to get everyone's opinion here. We're going to start it off with John first. John, your thoughts about the new developments on Schnucka? 
Uh, it's just, it's, she's done a lot over the last 20 years, how like her dad has, but I just, I, I'm not interested in it, you know? I mean, unless she has some funny stories to tell, then fine. I can read them online or I can read like a blurb here and there on, like I said, in a bookstore. I just, I just have no interest in uh, purchasing a copy. Greg, your thoughts about this? Uh, that's kind of hard. I'm not really a book reader, mm-hmm. but if it's really good, I'll probably buy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I don't know when it's coming out, but she says she's already working on her memoirs. And there was a picture of her on Twitter today talking about this as she uh, said that she's already uh, going to town on this. And speaking of Stephanie McMahon, she, of course, is on the Camp WWE show, which I still have not had a chance to check out, guys. And I'm going to get your take real quick before we get on our next story. Uh, have you guys had a chance to check out Camp WWE? And if so, uh, is it worth watching, uh, John? Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but. But I, I can tell it's pretty good the way they're talking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, of course, there'll be a new episode, we understand, I believe, tonight. Uh, Greg, have you had a chance to check out Camp WWE? And if so, uh, how is it? Uh, could you give us an early uh, take on it? I did see it, but if you're, like, underage, it's very foul language. They, mm-hmm. curse like, they curse, like, every five minutes. If you're, like, a teenager, yeah. it, it, the language is, like, wow. Yeah. I was watching yesterday, and my dad's like, this is a cartoon. I'm like, yup. He's like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people have had their own take on it, too. I've had a lot of people said that they've had mixed emotions, too. And like I said, I've been meaning to check it out myself. However, I I mean, I don't have the network per se, but I can always uh, check it out online and watch it online. And like you said, I imagine the language is definitely offensive to the younger viewers out there from 13 and under. And uh, I'm surprised they got away with some of the stuff they're getting away with. So hopefully they can clean up their image here. But I don't see much hope for this show. I mean, they said they're going to give it a trial run and see if they're going to see if it's going to be a success or not. Personally, I don't think it's going to be a success. Uh, this could be the only time it will be on. How And then maybe they'll pull the plug after it's all said and done. But speaking of pulling the plug, of course, tonight will be the Edge and Christian show on the WWE Network. We understand, of course, that will be the season finale. They're trying to bring back season two, we understand, uh, if you will. And I understand that Bray Wyatt might be on that show tonight. I'm not really sure. I saw the preview for it earlier today, however, and I'll tell you what, from what I've seen, it looks very, very creepy, to say the least. Uh, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, that goes into our next story, however, the NXT TV tapings coming up this week, of course, on Thursday night. However, of course, uh, tomorrow NXT will be announcing the big matchup between Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. We know there was a big brawl between the two this week. Uh, John, of course, said he had a chance to watch the video. Um, we have not, I have not had a chance to see it. I'm sure John's seen it. Greg may have seen a little bit of it. If not, he hasn't seen it either. But, uh, guys, uh, what do we expect this week with the uh, week upcoming with NXT, especially with TakeOver less than three weeks away? John, your thoughts? Oh, man. I think we're going to see more of in chaos again between Samoa Joe and Finn Bauer because these two, <laughs> these two can go at it tooth and nail like always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you see maybe a last man standing or a Iron Man match with these two maybe at the TakeOver show? They haven't announced exactly what they got planned for them to yet. Uh, what's your take? Uh, too early for me to tell, but... I think I think that could be one of the matches that could happen, mm-hmm. either a last man or a or a Iron Man. Mhm, mhm. It'd be interesting. Or false count anywhere. I think it'd be very good to see. Uh, Greg, what's your take? Mm-hmm. Uh if it's NXT, I don't really know. I don't really follow it, but I did see a little bit of the DVD about it. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. 
It is good. And like I said, I've watched two discs already. I haven't got to the third disc yet. Uh, one DVD I did watch over the weekend, how it was really good, and is the best of the Great American Bash. I saw some great moments out of there, including the War Games match, the Dusty Rhodes Ric Flair Steel Cage match of 86, Ric Flair and Nikita Koloff from 85. Uh, some great moments there, certainly. And like I said, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they announce tomorrow. Obviously, of course, uh, Wednesday will be the end of the taping cycle. Of course, Thursday night will be the new taping cycle. Prior to TakeOver and after TakeOver, I believe, of course, we could have possibly uh, our announcement that night on Thursday night, maybe if not tomorrow, however, maybe this Thursday night, however, and that'll air the following week, however, to see what kind of match we're going to see between Joe and Balor. But like I said, I think Balor's last match is coming up very soon. I think he'll be up to the main roster before you know it. He could be up there this weekend, maybe possibly at the Extreme Rules show. And we'll be talking more about that here this afternoon on Raw Radio. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, speaking of NXT, guys, this leads us to another story. Adam Rose, of course, we know last week he made some noise, of course, uh, for domestic battery and assault, of course, from his, ex- from his wife. We understand his next court date, however, has now been set for June 7th, if you will. Guys, i got to ask you, however, is WWE planning on still firing him? I'm surprised they haven't even given him the accent, despite the fact they've already told him he's been suspended indefinitely. John, your thoughts? Who, me? Yeah, you, John. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, Adam Rose being arrested. I mean, can this guy not catch a break? Apparently not. I mean, he was Neil Kruger, the South African mercenary. He was really good at that for a long time. And then when he came up to the WWE, everyone thought the Party Express would be a good thing. And yeah, it was okay for a while, but then it kind of went south really quick when he uh, changed his tune, so to speak. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the new developments of Adam Rose? Uh, I'm very shocked because... He's a good wrestler and stuff, and it really breaks my heart when the wrestlers, like, act up and do stuff with drugs and really, like, why are you going to waste your talent like that? But yep. it's really a shame. Yep. I agree. I would agree. And like I said, speaking of which, of course, we're going to keep our eyes on this story, too. And uh, I would agree with both of you. I just think Adam Rose has not been the same guy since he came into the WWE. I mean, yeah, he was good for a while, and then he kind of just really just grows stale with me. I hope he gets the help he needs, however, but I just don't see him sticking around much longer in WWE. I'm surprised him and a lot of the guys have not been shown the door yet. I think they're still going to make some more roster cuts coming, however, and I think he's going to be one of those next cuts that eventually get chopped off the block. But, uh... I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three eight ten four four. You can listen to us each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. Of course, this is Raw Radio. Of course, I'm your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, along with the big diesel, Gregory Kramer in Philadelphia, and over in front row, Virginia, the human suplex machine. Uh, John Gross. Uh, also, we want to give a shout-out to our good friends out there today, including the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy himself, who plans on joining us at some point, maybe this afternoon, hopefully, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, the last kicker, Emery Reckenbach, along with Mr. Hulkamane, Bob Ziegler, if you will, and the rest of our panel, including the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, the rush round of Rush Wright. And, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, however, at 5 p.m., you can listen to everyone, however, make their predictions for Extreme Rules on WWE's pay-per-view on the Revolution Show, one three eight zero five five pound and that'll begin at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Who knows, some bets might be made in that match, too, or the match is being made. 
this Sunday. Of course, uh, we hope to have a good show there. Of course, you can listen to us on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, also with Revolution. Thursday night, you can listen to uh, Wolfpack Radio, 138521-POUND. You can also listen to our brand-new shows, ladies and gentlemen, The Power Hour on Saturday afternoons with Gerard, myself, and Chad, of course, from 1 to 2 every Sunday. Excuse me, Saturday, 141364 is the pound number there. You can, of course, we had a very good show this past Tuesday with episode number 2. And, of course, don't forget, Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, you can also listen to Wrestling Revisit at 139926 with Gerard, myself, and sometimes Greg, along with Kendrick. We talk about the past and present of wrestling and give you our thoughts. And then, of course, we got the debate at 8 o'clock till 9 with Gerard, myself, and Miss Madness herself, the Black Widow herself, 139925 pound. And we will also talk about another show that is on Wednesday nights coming up here in just a few minutes. Guys, speaking of past wrestlers, let's talk about another wrestler that was in the news. And you just mentioned it's rough to watch these wrestlers go downhill more and more. And uh, Greg, you mentioned one of them, of course. Uh, uh, let's talk about Tammy Lynn Sitch. Uh, apparently, her hearing was postponed Friday, July 3rd. We understand she is now in rehab, or she has been in rehab, excuse me, since the middle of March. i got to ask you guys, however, hopefully this will be the turning point of her uh, life, let's just say. Could uh, this be the wake-up call that she needed? Greg, I'm going to start with you first this time. Uh, I know she had problems back in the day, and she still does. Uh, Rob Feinstein worked with her couple videos and stuff. She did a shot shot interview with her and stuff. And that hopefully she'll get his, her life back together. Maybe knock on one. Maybe maybe get a job back at WWE. Yeah. Hopefully. But as of right now, probably not. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that too. Same with Hulk Hogan. Uh, John, what's your thoughts about Sunny? Oh. Can Sonny ever school where it comes to break me or two like Adam Rose? I mean, Sonny, come on. You've had your days in the WWE, but now you're breaking out, John. We can't hear you. And your husband just died. You're on a tailspin now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate, guys. It really is. And like I said, hopefully with her in rehab now, this is going to be a good thing and hopefully it won't be turning necessarily into a bad thing. I mean, she has been trying to get clean and sober for a long time now. And every time she does, how it seems like she finds a way to just laugh it up and just mess it up all together. Uh, but our thoughts and prayers are with her and certainly with Mr. Rose at this time, if you will. Uh, one thing we will talk about, ladies and gentlemen, we kind of talk about this on the Wednesday night show prior to the debate, of course, is the new entertainment show we hosted by Chad Hinshaw and myself. And we talk about uh, baseball, basketball, wrestling, football, all sorts of news. The NBA and NHL playoffs are still going on, guys. And, of course, we have some big news coming out of that. Of course, uh, the NHL playoffs tonight, game two between Pittsburgh and Tampa, will be here tonight in Pittsburgh. I will be attending the game. It should be a great game there. Hopefully the Penguins can get back on the schneid after losing a tough one in game one Friday night, 3-1. to one. In the NBA playoffs, of course, we understand the Miami Heat kind of wilted in the Canada yesterday. Gerard's neck of the woods, Gerard T. Smith I'm referring to, as the Toronto Raptors took themselves to the NBA Eastern Conference Final against LeBron James in Cleveland. And, of course, in the West, we know that Golden State and Steph Curry are still playing well. Of course, they got a big day now with Oklahoma City after Oklahoma City took care of San Antonio last week. So, guys, as we head down the stretch here in the final part of the season of both the NBA and NHL, it's starting to heat up. Uh, John, your thoughts about some of the finals going on right now? Oh, man. Who, well, who's in the finals? 
Well, let's see. The NHL right now, we know so far, we've got four teams left. Pittsburgh and Tampa are still going out in the East. And in the West, it's San Jose and St. Louis. And last night, we understand, I believe the Blues won that one last night, 2-1, to one, if I'm not mistaken. I have to recheck my notes here. But I think the Blues ended up uh, making San Jose feeling a little blue last night, 2-1. to one. But Pittsburgh has got to get back in the series tonight. Otherwise, they're in trouble going down 0-2 heading to Tampa. Yeah. And then, of course, the NBA, we mentioned uh, the Toronto Raptors have been playing very good ball. We've got to congratulate them on a big win against Miami and Dwayne Wade yesterday. They are now in the Eastern Conference Final against Cleveland, I believe. And in the West, it's Golden State and Oklahoma City. Uh, your thoughts about that? For me? Yeah. Well, what were we saying? Your thoughts about the NBA Final. The NBA Final, oh, I really hope these it's neck and neck. I really hope these teams get get some good momentum in here. Mhm. Certainly, certainly. And uh right now if you're a betting man, who would you say is the heavy favorite in the NBA? Because everyone thinks it's gonna be Golden State going back to back. I like I mean, I like San Antonio, don't get me wrong, and Golden State's great too. But if I am a team right now, I mean the two teams I'm looking at is Oklahoma City and Cleveland. I think Kevin Durant and LeBron James would be a fantastic final. What do you think? Well, as mentioned, I hate to say it. I mean, I do hate LeBron James. Yeah. I'm glad he came back to the Cleveland Cavaliers for good. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with Cleveland Cavaliers. As much as I hate to say it. So the Cleveland's your East team. Who do you like in the West between Golden State or Oklahoma City? Who do you think will come out of the West? Oklahoma. You're going to take Oklahoma, so Cleveland, Oklahoma, you're with me as well. Okay, very interesting. Uh, Greg, let's get your thoughts on the NBA NHL uh, stretch run. Who do you like here? Uh, that's a hard one. If it's basketball, I don't even know. If it's football, that's up in the air, so I don't know who's in it, honestly. And uh, What about yeah. the hockey? Who do you like between Pittsburgh and Tampa and then San Jose and St. Louis? Who's going to come out of that? Uh... That's a draw. I don't really know. Mm, that's okay. No problem. No problem. Like I said, guys, we're going to keep our eyes and ears peeled. Of course, I will be at game two tonight, and hopefully Pittsburgh will be back on the hill tonight, of course, trying to get a big win there. They cannot go down 0-2 against this Tampa Bay team. This Tampa Bay team is very fast and very quick. They've got some big guys, 6-6-6-7-6-8. Ryan Callahan, of course, taking a cheap shot, and I do say that word in a big way, cheap shot against Chris Letang, defenseman the other night. He has not been suspended, nor will he be out of tonight's game. But we understand Letang will be back on the lineup along with Brian Dumoulin, who was taken out in the third period for a line of Tampa's guys. However, Olimata might be scratched in the game. The defenseman, we don't know yet. However, Mike Sullivan has not actually commented on this point. But we do know that Matt Murray, the rookie 21-year-old, will be back in the pipes again tonight. Hopefully it will be a better night for him. But, of course, Ben Bishop is a questionable uh, decision for tonight. Of course, he messed his leg up, and we thought he might have been done for the rest of the season and the series for that matter after twisting his knee the other night, but uh, they are not quite actually saying anything yet about Bishop's status at this point. He might be back in the net tonight. Maybe you never know. I'll be surprised if he is, considering he just injured himself two days ago, but we're going to have to wait and see, guys. Uh, with that being said, right now, we're going to talk more about that on Wednesday night, of course, and give you our thoughts. But in the meantime, John has got our birthday dates in history from Friday till today, so let's begin with that right now. John, Go right ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to do it Friday, but I won't, wouldn't mind doing it during Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay, go ahead. All right. 
All right. Okay, 42 years ago, Giant Baba in 1974, Giant Baba beat Mr. Wrestling in the finals to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Champion Carnival. Hmm. It's his second straight tournament title. He'd go on to win a third straight tournament next year and aim the first 10 overall. Okay. The two he did not win were 1976 and 1979, which were won by Abdul the Butcher. How many times did he win the All Japan, guys? It seems like uh, the All Japan is a very big, big thing in Japan world, however. It seems like it's like their big main title. Yeah, won A the first 10. Cool, that's a pretty good resume there. That's yeah. a real good resume there. Yep. Mm-hmm. 1983, Carlos Colon beat Ox Baker to win the WWC Heavyweight Championship. But talking about Carlos Colon, however, there's a guy who had some wars with Abby the Butcher in Puerto Rico. I can remember seeing those guys on tape, however, and watching it on YouTube, however. I mean, these guys used to be the, uh, let's just say, the Mick Foley, Terry Funk of the Caribbean. These guys used to have some hellacious battles with each other. And speaking of which, we're going to see his sons up back on television tonight. Yeah. 1989, Ole Anderson replaced Rick Flair as the head booker of WCW. There's a guy who was a mean son of a bitch, both inside and outside. I've been hearing stories about this guy. I know someone who had a chance to meet him a long time ago, about two years ago at some event, however, and when he tried to get all his handshake shook, however, I mean, Ole was kind of not really uh, nice to the guy, however, and I heard Ole was just a mean, mean person inside and outside. The ring. And, John, before we go on, I just heard some breaking news just coming in, how apparently Emma suffered a back injury recently at a live event. Uh, WWE is still waiting to see how much uh, time she may miss at all, so it looks like we might have another injury on the forefront, maybe, in the form of Emma, oh, especially yeah. considering her and her new friend Dana Brooke just uh, made their uh, presence known last Monday on Raw. Oh, boy. Yep. Go ahead. Please continue. Blair Clash was an WCW executive vice president, Jim Hurd, over creative differences. Yes. Ultimately, leading Flair to resign from the position back in March. And yes. would play a part in Flair leaving WCW just over a year later. Yes. Jim Hurd, of Anderson's booking highlighted infamously by Sting being rescued by Robocop at Capital Combat and the Black Scorpion Sega led WCW to then-record losses, $6.5 million for the year, and only to be fired from his position after just seven months. Well, you talk about Jim Hurd and Ole Anderson. Again, I mentioned stuff that I thought about Ole. I heard a lot about Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd was one time the head man of Pizza Hut, and a lot of people just really didn't like him either. A lot of people just couldn't believe this guy was uh, the headline of a pizza thing, and he just he just could not do anything right. It seemed like he was really terrible in the booking chair, too. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. ECW presented when Worlds Collide 94 from the ECW Arena in Gregory's neck of the woods. Yes. Show's hook was amazing. And guess what? Hmm. Two WCW stars were in the, when Worlds Collide. Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton. Yes, against uh, Terry Funk it was, and I believe Sabu. No, it was Sabu teaming 
with Bobby Eaton to take on Terry Funk and Arn Anderson. That's right, and then that that's right that at the legendary uh, bingo hall, if you will. Yes, I do recall that. I just watched that yeah. not long ago. Yes. Yep. In 1995, WWE did it the first ever in your house. Wow. And I do believe I recall what the main event was. Was it uh, Bret the Hitman Hart versus Hakushi? No, it was the first match of the night. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. What was the main event then? Diesel and Sid. Oh, okay. That's right. Because a particular show had another hook. Hmm. One viewer would win a house. It was won by 11-year-old Matthew Pompocelli of Henderson, Nevada. Hmm. Talk about well, a nice you're wondering one. what happened to the house. Yes. He sold it six months later for one seventy-five dollars or one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Wow, that's crazy. And uh, John, before you continue, Greg actually put a good story just now up actually about Paige and Charlotte over Alberto Del Rio. Apparently, however, we talked about you mentioned that to me the other day. However, and. Uh, I was going to get everyone's take on that, but uh, we can wait a few minutes, so uh, please continue. Okay. ECW presented It Ain't Seinfeld from the Elks Lodge in Queens, New York in 1998. Yes. <laughs> That's a weird name for a pay-per-view. Yeah, a weird name for a pay-per-view. A very and weird this name. Was the first time, first, and this was notable because Taz introduced a new championship belt. Was that the FTW belt? Yeah. Ah, I remember that belt very well. I mean, he uh, had. To, I mean, he was really a tough, tough hombre, like we said in ECW back in the '90s. I mean, I have the best of Taz in ECW in some of those matches, whether it be Sabu, Rob Van Dam, Jericho. He would always find a way to be uh, in the mix of those uh, battles, if you will. In 2000, ECW presented once again another pay-per-view. Hardcore Heaven. Ooh, okay. I, I know that one. One of them had the late great Balls Mahoney versus Mike Awesome. Or, excuse me, Masato Tanaka. Uh, Mike Awesome was not on that show. But I do know the main event was Just Incredible versus Lance Storm. Yeah. And also the same, also on that night, yes. the Bill Knopf when the Jerry and Steve Carino had a match. I think, J.D., you know what happened. Oh, yes. That was actually, that was a great match. That was one of the two best matches on the card, actually, because the other one, if you remember, was Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn. That was when Scotty Riggs, Scotty Anton made his debut. He came in, cost Van Dam the match, and those two would tell their difference a few months later at Heat Wave in L.A. But, yeah, Tajiri and Carino, I remember that match very, very well. And that was one of the most intense matches I can watch uh, Steve Carino and the Japanese buzzsaw go to town at. And, yeah, before that, I think the power went out down there, too. Yeah, they did in Milwaukee. That's right, because they had a big storm earlier in the day, I think it was. And uh, they were debating on whether or not to keep on. Well, it wasn't a storm. They were whole hosts in a concert. Was it a concert? I thought it was a rainstorm, I heard. Okay, please continue. Tickets for ECW and One Night Stand went on sale 11 years ago and sold out that very day. Tickets for the event went for as much as $400. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Do we have any birthdays from Saturday? Let's see what else. 
Saturday was the 31st birthday for Long Island Ice-Z, Zack Ryder. Yeah, you talk about a guy who's really not caught a break in the last month or so, however, since he was in that ladder match at WrestleMania, however. It's just unfortunate because he deserves it. So, uh, Zach, happy birthday from all of us here at Raw Radio. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of history. All right. And also some more birthdays. All right. All right. The Long Island, born and raised Cardona, began wrestling in 2004 for the NY Wrestling Connection with Brian Myers before he was picked up by the WWE. He wrestled in DSW, which is Deep South Wrestling in OVW, before uh, John, he joined the main Sorry, John. Before you go, continue, I just got confirmation, and Greg, maybe you're going to hear this too as well. Uh, we have now heard when Seth Rollins will return. He will be returning on the June 6th episode of Raw from Oklahoma City. So get ready, folks. The architect is on his way back to the WWE. So you got John Cena coming up on Memorial Day in two weeks, if you will. And then on June 6th, ladies and gentlemen, the first Monday in June in OK City, get ready. The architect, the former WWE world champion, at one time the NXT world champion, if you will. Seth Rollins has been confirmed. It will be June 6th. His return date, so get ready, folks. You got some big names coming back, guys. This is major, major news. All uh, right. Now, that, that's good for Seth Rollins. That is really great. Hopefully, yeah. he can get back to the championship he once had. Yes, and he's been out since November. I mean, he has been filming that movie Temple, I understand. I've seen some pictures of him in the gym working out. He looks like he's lost a little bit of weight, but I'll tell you what. This is a guy, if you're uh, AJ Styles, if you're uh, Kevin Owens, you want to be very, very careful not to piss off right now because this guy is going to come back with a major, major mission. Greg, uh, your thoughts about the return of Seth Rollins? Um, I'm looking forward to it. We need him back badly. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I would have to agree there. I would have to agree there. Okay, uh, John, please continue. Uh, he teamed with Brian Mayers as the Major Brothers. They saw limited success when they joined the Law Familia as doppelganger edges at Armageddon. They were repackaged and renamed Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Months later, they would win the WWE Tag Team Championship. But the alliance fractured over the remainder of the summer. But Hawkins and Ryder still would continue to team up. However, they lost the belts in September to the Collins without a colon, without even a single successful defense on television. Interesting. Ryder was sent up to ECW in the 2009 supplemental draft where he adopted a new gimmick becoming a Long Island Guido, short hair, tan skin, sunglasses, and a headbutt, headband. It could say the gimmick's based off the hit, M&TV reality series Jersey Shore. Yes. But Ryder's gimmick predates the series by a few months. He had most notable wins in September, where he won a 10-man battle royal, and defeated Tommy Dreamer, forcing him out of the company. Huh. Ryder and his valet, Mendez, moved over to Haral. He was moved, he, his valet was moved soon after in the 2010 Slump Mill Dress to SmackDown. 
In August, his most notable belt came that year when Zack Ryder lost to Sheamus in 11 seconds. Hmm. Who was his, who was his valet seconds. in time? What? Who was uh, Ryder's valet again? Rosa Mendes. Oh, Rosa. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. same summer, Ryder mentored Titus O'Neil on the second of this season of NXT. Ryder grew dissatisfied with his place in WWE, so he started a YouTube web series, True Long Island Story, in February 2011, to promote his character. Chance of We Want Ryder became frequent, especially on shows he did not appear. Right. Thanks to the web, web series, Ryder appeared on a more frequent basis on WWE programming. Uh-huh. He was appointed to Vince McMahon general manager Theodore Long. Yes. Um, he uh, beat Dolph Ziggler in a non-title match with help from Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, actually. Yeah. He well. got his first Raw main event in November but was a losing effort as the Miz and R-Troops defeated Ryder and John Cena. Yes. But he would end up beating Ziggler to win the WWE United States Championship. But it went on a downward spiral for Ryder. Yes. He would begin a romantic storyline with Eve because um, Ryder was friends with John Cena, right. making them targets for Kane. He tried to encourage Cena to embrace the hate. Ryder suffered a rib injury at the hands of Kane, which would play a part in losing his title to Jack Swagger. Yes. The attacks by Kane eventually confined Ryder to a wheelchair when Cena, after Cena saved Eve from Kane, the two kissed, with which Ryder saw. Kane wheeled Ryder off the stage after Ryder had confronted Cena. Eve admitted to using Ryder for fame and publicity, and it, it led to WrestleMania with Eve. Eve beat Eve, turning on Zack Ryder, costing Team Teddy the match. That's right. Re- Sorry, JD. No, it's okay. You're doing fine. You're just fine. Right, Ryder, however, got a little got a little win when he won a 20 man battle royal in July to earn general manager duties. For an episode of SmackDown. I do remember that. That was actually one of the highlights, yes. Yeah, in 2013, he had a notable win when he was a part of an 11-man team that defeated The Shield. That's right. Ryder won win again on July when he beat Fandango. Yes. But Ryder's losses would continue somewhat. But at WrestleMania 32, he would replace the injured Neville in a seven-man match and won the Intercontinental title, as he did when he won the U.S. title in December 2011. He celebrated with his father. Very but Ryder lost, lost the title the next night to the Miz with help from a returning Maurice. Yes. 
And he's also, and I know for a while too, as, uh, and thank you very much, John. We'll uh, talk about Sunday's dates here in a few minutes as well as today's. I did check out a story. I'm sure you guys didn't see it, or if you did see it, it was a very unique story. Michael Cole sat down with him a few weeks ago in the interview forum and talked about that memorable night in Dallas and also about what his life has been like over the years. And I know he had a health issue over the years with cancer, I think it was too. And uh, this, guy has, this guy has gone through a lot of emotions over the last couple of years. I mean, this guy can fight with the best of them. He can also lose with the best of them. I mean, he's sort of like a tweener, if you want to call it that. But uh, this guy is one of the few guys, I think, next to Ziggler that shows more heart in the WWE night in and night out next to Dean Ambrose. I'll put him up there with the Dean Ambrose as well. I mean, he just gives it his all. I mean, win or lose, he's a fan favorite or he's a guy who just really does not uh, appreciate people liking him or people don't like him. But no matter what, he gives it his all. And uh, that's what we like about some of these guys. I mean, these guys always try their hardest. And Zach is one of those who does it. So, uh, happy birthday, definitely, to Long Island IC. Hopefully, it was a memorable birthday for you. And hopefully, uh, maybe, uh, possibly, maybe even tonight, however, depending on Kevin Owens' situation, you can find yourself back into the whole IC title match, depending on if uh, Owens is going to miss this Sunday's show or not. But uh, we're going to have to wait and see, obviously. So, uh, John, thank you for Saturday. Let's go on to Sunday now. What do you got for Sunday? Oh, no, I forgot one more. Oh, what, birthday we did? Yeah, Vader. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, J.D. No problem. Yeah, I got one more. It's Vader. Leon White, the great Hall of Famer who we've been talking about for many, many years, months, and uh, quite a while now. How old is uh, the big uh, man from the Rockies uh, now? 61, and guess what? Hmm. It's time. Uh-oh, it is Bonsai time, and yes, folks, you just heard the Bonsai cry from a certain Gerard T. Smith there, as you just heard him give us the Bonsai greeting here. Gerard, how are you today, my man? I'm good. Good. John was just finishing up some birthdays from Long Island IC. Uh, we were talking about some of the news, and John will hold off on the news for uh, birthdays and stuff for Sunday for a minute. I'm going to give Gerard some of the news that's going on. Uh, Gerard, certainly a lot going on the newswire today. Uh First off, of course, your boy Kevin Owens was injured at a live event there last night in Columbia, South Carolina. We don't know how much time he may miss, if anything, but uh, they are not saying anything at this point. Uh, your thoughts about this uh, development here? Uh, that would not be good. Uh... Yeah. Yes. Well, he uh, apparently was injured last night. We understand they held up the X symbol, however, and uh, right now they are not debating on whether or not he might be at Raw tonight, however, in Greensboro or not. However, uh, the referee uh, just said he was hurt, and it's unfortunately not looking good at this point. Another person who is hurt right now, we understand, is Emma. She is getting her back checked upon. However, she might be out of action for a while, but I just told her, uh, John and uh, Greg, right before you came on, we found out the latest update on Seth Rollins. Your boy will be returning June the 6th in Oklahoma City. So, unfortunately, in three more weeks, the architect will be returning back to Raw. Your thoughts about this? Hallelujah. I'm counting the days right now. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Another story we're going to talk about, obviously, is apparently Stephanie McMahon is working with Reagan Arts about her memoirs, believe it or not, and planning on writing a book about her uh, biography, if you will. i got to ask you, point blank, uh, would you buy the book if it came out right now? I would. You would? Okay. A lot of us had mixed emotions about this. Uh, I kind of was hesitant. I'm thinking, no, uh, 
I don't know if I would want to read it, how I could maybe just skim it online or just maybe read an advanced chapter, how I online or just in a bookstore. I just, I have no interest. I mean, yeah, she can tell her story about how she grew up in the business with her dad and her brother and her mom. And her... she's got some great stories about, like, uh, being around some of the wrestlers and everything. Yeah, that, that'll that be good to read. Yeah, I was just saying that. Yeah, that'll be fun to read. I think she'll have a lot to say about that, and that'll be fun. But in the last few years, how as the COO and everything like that, I don't think anyone cares about that. I just think that as a mom, a wife, um, all those sort of things, how some people will be appreciative of that. But as far as the COO thing goes, I think some people like it. Some people have mixed emotions about it. And speaking of mixed emotions, however, uh, we were also talking about uh, apparently the new developments of Adam Rose, apparently they now set a new court date for him, set for June 7th. Why is WWE holding on to him still, in your opinion? Um, I have no idea. Uh, maybe they're waiting this. well, no, well, I don't know. Well, maybe they're going to wait and see who else screws up so they can just cut a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Or they're probably waiting maybe to see possibly maybe how when some of these guys come back like uh, Orton and Cena and uh, Rollins and maybe they'll trim some more fat off the roster. I mean, that's just my guess. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk about one guy that uh, is in the news apparently, however, and that is Superfly Schnooker. Apparently we heard on Friday, however, his lawyer declared him incompetent, but now a doctor says that he apparently abused alcohol and cocaine. The question i got to ask you is this, Heller, a two-parter. Number one, should he still be on trial for this, Heller? And two, should this trial stop right now, in your opinion? What's your answer to both of those? Uh, what was the first question? Should he still be on trial for uh, what the doctor and his lawyer, the, his lawyer, this doctor and lawyer said about uh, Schnooker? The lawyers declared him incompetent. The doctor says he abused alcohol and cocaine over his career. And uh, like I said, however, apparently, uh, however, I don't think it should go on. I think it's crazy. It's like a 35-year-old case. The guy's like what, 77 or 8? Something or... like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing good health. You're gonna what? Put him in jail? And he's just going to die there. He's, he's not going to last very long and probably there. So yeah. I yeah. would just let it go. Like It's been like 32 years or something. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. certainly. I, would agree. I would agree. I mean, a lot of people think, <coughs> excuse me, the same way you do. And it's, I mean, this trial's gone on long enough. I mean, it's just unfortunate it's come to this because, I mean, this case happened so many years ago and now it's just, his health is not in the best of shape right now, and it's just, I don't know, it's its scary. It really is scary, and uh, we're going to have to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that, obviously. Um, another person that's in the news, obviously, how is Tamiyalyn Sitch, however. Uh, her hearing was postponed to Friday, July 3rd. She's been in rehab since the middle of March, however. Uh, is this finally, is Sunny finally seeing the light, do you think, however? And do you think this is going to be really uh, the wake-up call she needs? I mean, what's your take? Oh, I hope so. Uh, she's got like five or six DUIs already. Uh, you think? And she's she's like fifty years old, I think, or something, or close to that. Uh-huh. She should really uh, get her life back on track because it could be another sad thing, like uh, China thing, right? Like a yeah. And I know they're just talking about China, however. They're supposed to do a new uh, documentary about her last days, and uh, they're going to air it somehow. I'm not sure. Uh, like I said, when they're going to air it, though. But this is unfortunate. I don't know why they're doing it, if you ask me. It's just, it's just 
ridiculous if you ask me, but uh, we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, John was about to get into some uh, news for Sunday, so John, uh, we'll let you go back to doing Sunday now. Please go right ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, definitely. Don't worry, it was my stepdad sneezing. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Outside. That's all right. Don't worry about it. We're just. uh, You can hear the grass cutting, so that's what you hear in the background. I might have to trim mine in a few days if it stays nice, even though it's supposed to rain the next few days, though, too. Rain, I tell you. Rain. (laughs) All right. 20. All right. I'm going to not butcher this. 24 years ago today, a fifteenth. Administration, Assistant Consultant Administration, or AAA for short, yes. has its debut show at Autodio Benito Jari's Guevara Cruz. In the featured bout, Paro Ardoyo, El Fendermissa, and Mascara Sagrada defeated Los Hominos, Damita, same Saras, Mascaro Ano dos Mil, and Universal, Universal Dos Mil. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever he said, he's, he's, he's trying his best Japanese here, people, so bear with him. No, I'm trying to do my best Mexico. Oh, I thought you were Japanese. Well, go on. They were in Mexico. Under oh. the guidance of then CMLL Booker Antonio Pena in a hungry roster made up of mostly ex-CMLL talent, AAA quickly overtook CMLL as the top company in Mexico. The first golden age of the company peaked with the When Worlds Collide pay-per-view with WCW in 1994. The company looked to be in the midst of a second golden age with Lucha Underground, but the promotion had run into some serious financial problems in the last year and a half, costing them ex-WWE talents in Rey Mysterio and Alberto Del Rio. Huh. In Nagata, Japan in 1995, Reggie Bennett beat Manami Toyota to win the IWA Women's World Championship. Huh. 1995, Hunter Hearst Helmsley made his Raw debut, defeating John Crystal with a standing cutter. Happy 21-year anniversary to Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Hmm. Known as Triple H. Yes. 17 years ago, Troy Martin, a.k.a. Shane Douglas, was fired by ECW after saying that he wouldn't be at the Hardcore Heaven pay-per-view unless he was paid money he was owed by the company. Douglas left for a second run with WCW and never returned to ECW. Interesting. Okay. Three championships changed hands on a wild Monday Nitro, and it was wild from Biloxi, Mississippi. Yes. Chronic beat Shane Douglas in the wall to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Okay. Crowbar won the WCW Cruiserweight title when his partner, Daphne, beat Tammy Lynn Sitch and champion Chris Candido. Per pre-match stipulations, the male member of the winning team won the title. 
And in the show's main event, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, beat Jeff Jarrett to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. That's right. I do recall that, however. That was uh, very interesting because uh, I think didn't uh, uh, I think it was Russo tried to interfere, and that set up the uh, Flair-Shane Douglas match for the following month at Great American Bash, I believe? No, Flair and Douglas fought at... Um, Flair and Douglas fought at Slamboree. Yes, Slamboree. Yeah, I'm thinking, but it was Russo and Flair that would fight, however, eventually, because uh, Flair was tired of Russo's shenanigans, if you remember. Yeah. Um. All right, and also on the same night on Monday Night Raw, yes. one of the God Hollow Hot Fathers hoes beat Crash Holly to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. Only to lose it to Crash Holly. Hmm. And, yeah, she was the first woman to hold the Hardcore Championship. Hmm. But in 2002, all three women would hold the Hardcore title. Mighty Molly, Terry, and Trish Stratus. You know, it's funny you mention Molly, though, John. I just read somewhere that she's trying to be coming back maybe for a brief time, however, to WWE. I think they're going to sit her down, however, uh, with uh, her and maybe, I'm not sure who else, however, maybe Victoria, possibly, and maybe someone else to do a table for three thing. Yeah. Oh, is Candice uh, Michelle, uh, Molly Holly, and uh, somebody I heard, yeah. Oh, so Candice Michelle's going to be part of that, too, Gerard. Okay, so Gerard uh, T. Smith confirming it for us, ladies and gentlemen, who the next person on the table for three reading is. I See, I don't have the network, and I have heard, I mean, I want to get it, and believe me, I do, but I just got a new phone yesterday, so I'm waiting for a while to get the network. But once I get the network, I will be watching these shows, uh, like Table for Three, Camp WWE. I'm sure I'm going to catch up on uh, that right now. In fact, we were talking about Camp WWE earlier, Gerard, and uh, Greg uh, waiting with his thoughts about that. And let me ask you, I'm sure you've watched it. What is your uh, spin and take on Camp uh, WWE? I think it's pretty funny, uh uh, I think it's funny. I, I've seen a lot of people uh, bitching about it, saying it's stupid. And I think it's pretty funny, uh, but I'm, I got that kind of humor, so. Yeah, and I, I, I like that kind of humor, too. Don't get me wrong. There's some of it I, I would like, too. And like I said, I'm going to try to catch a few episodes this week if I can at some point or down the road eventually. But hopefully sometime in the next couple of days, I'm going to try watching a few of them, even though they're 20 minutes long or something like that. So I'll definitely make it a point to watch it and uh, give you my spin and take on it, too. Okay, uh, John, please continue. 2005, TNA had hard justice from the impact zone at Universal in Orlando. The show was dedicated to Chris Candido, who died from complications from surgery on April 28th, just four days after he suffered a leg injury at lockdown. That's right. I do remember that. Yes. Very unfortunate. AJ Styles beat Jeff Jarrett to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and Tito Ortiz was the special referee. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I and but John, before you continue, folks, uh, I just read somewhere through a friend of mine. He told me that a certain legend is uh, recovering uh, from an aneurysm. However, if you will, he has been very lucky. And our thoughts and prayers are with this gentleman right now. The artist formerly known as Mr. Wrestling Two, aka Johnny Walker believe it or not, is in the hospital, we understand, and I just read somewhere from a friend of mine told me that 
Uh, he just got an update uh, from his, uh, sent my friend this message. Thank you so much for your thoughts and prayers. The doctor came out and said that everything had gone well. His dad is in the ICU recovering for the next few days and should have him up and around very soon. As you know, he uh, may or may not know, an aneurysm on the aorta is a ticking time bomb, so all of our thoughts are with uh, Mr. Wrestling 2 at this time, and we'd like to wish him a very speedy recovery. All right. Ten years ago today, Shelton Benjamin beat Rock RVD in a Texas Tornado Rules match to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Hmm. WWE champions Giant Cena, Triple H, and Chris Masters were involved in the match when the WWE Championship was at stake. Yes. Mm. All right. Nine years ago in 2007, Terry Brock, known as Sabu, was released from WWE after waiting after around several hours without his ring gear. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. TNA had sacrificed in 2011 when China teamed up with when WWE former WWE stars Kurt Angle and China teamed up to beat the Jarrett. Hmm. And this was China's only TNA pay-per-view appearance until she left. Hmm. Yeah. And we had a birthday today. Okay. Happy 57th birthday for a WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons. Damn. Isn't it the Godfather's <laughs> birthday, too? Yeah, I think it was the Godfather's birthday. Because I know Chad said something. You mentioned it, and uh, we're going to have to check on that. And it was, But, yeah, Ron Simmons, folks, I mean, he's talking about a great guy and a fun guy. Former Florida State Seminole, former NFL superstar, the first African American world champion. Very, very uh, unique uh, individual and a uh, fun guy, too, inside as well as outside of the ring. All right. Here we go with May 16th. All right, which is today. Yep. All right. 52 years ago today in Omaha, Nebraska, which was in 1954, I mean, 1964, I might add. Vern Gagne beat Mad Dog Vachon to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship for the seventh time. Hmm. In 1984, actor Andy Kaufman died of lung cancer in Los Angeles, California. He was only 35 years old. Let's talk about him for a second, guys. I mean, this is a guy I felt that the WWE should put in the Hall of Fame, and I don't know why they have not even decided to put him in yet. Uh, I'm going to start with you first, Troy. Do you think the WWE at some point should put this guy into the Hall of Fame? Who's that? Kaufman. Um, yeah, I think so. He, he uh, did that thing with Lawler, right? Right. Yeah, he did a lot with... Lawler, and of course, a lot of people know he's a big name TV star. Why not being Lockhart Graves on uh, Taxi? But uh, they're all they know him best uh, for uh, just insulting the fans of Memphis. Of course, the intergender world champion he was once known as, if you will. However, I mean, a very, very unique individual, if you will. Yeah, I'd say put him in the Hall of Fame. Drake, what about you? Ah, uh, yes. And John. Greg's on? Holy cow, I haven't heard a peep from him since yeah, I Yeah, Greg, Greg, John's been giving us the birthday tower, so uh, yeah, Greg's here and John's here, so they're both here. Uh, yeah, so Greg's uh, just sitting back with you and uh, just chilling, listening to John's birthday tower. Uh, John, what do you think? Coffee going to the Hall of Fame at some point? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree too. Okay, uh, John, please continue. Yes, sir, I will. All right. 29 years ago today, in 1987, the Midnight Express beat Ronnie Garvin and Barry Windham to win the vacated NWA United States Tag Team Championship. Yeah, so those gold, I remember those belts very well. They were, they were almost as good as the six-man belts. I remember <laughs> them very well. All right. I know this isn't here on this day in wrestling history, but but I have a memory. Yes. 22 years ago in 1994, the WWE on Monday Night Raw had a sumo match between the les- the two all-time, all-time great big guys, the Earthquake and... Yokozuna. Nice. Yep. Uh, 18 years ago, ECW presented a Matter of Respect 98 from the ECW arena. In 1999, WWE presented No Mercy. Yes. Where Steve Austin beat The Undertaker and Triple H in an Anything Goes triple threat match to retain the WWE title. Yes. Mm. Easy. All right. 16 years ago today in SmackDown, taking Detroit. This is gonna make everyone laugh because I saw because I saw it too as well. Yes. Gerald Briscoe beat Crash Holly to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. Yes. Can I tell all the story? Yeah, by all means, please. I'm all ears. What had happened? What had happened was. Crash Holly went to the AGA's locker room and told him that he couldn't rest because he kept getting attacked and attacked. So he slept in the APA's room, and Gerald Briscoe, I think, lured Kid Rock's buddy, JC, to meet with the Acolyte yes. to go out with him. That would, so that would give Gerald Briscoe time to win the Hardcore Championship. Right. <laughs> All right. 14 years ago today, Shoichi Arai was found dead in Mizumoto Park in Tokyo, Japan. He hung himself by the neck with a tie. Oh. He was only 35 years old. Yikes. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, it does suck. On May 16, 2004, WWE presented Judgment Day from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. Now, what's notable about the uh, main event between JBL and Eddie Guerrero, it was noted with, with JBL hitting Eddie upside the head with a chair shot doing the great Muta scale. Yes. He lacerated himself too much on that big shot making Guerrero literally gush blood from his forehead. Luckily, he didn't die. Yeah. But, uh, however, uh, another Guerrero got lucky when Chavo Guerrero beat Jacqueline one arm tied behind his back to win the WWE Cruiserweight title. Um, okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. It's five years ago in 2011. 
Abyss beat Kazarian to win the TNA X Division Championship. Hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> What's so funny? That's funny. Oh, okay. I thought you thought there was a story that was that was funny. They made you. Laugh. Yeah, he he was a very unique. Those guys are very unique. I'm surprised Abyss never got a big tryout in WWE. You know, I mean, of all the people over the years that never got his feet wet, so to speak, in WWE, Abyss was one of those guys. Though, I mean, I thought he would have matches. If Mick Foley was like 15 years younger, and you go back to the late 90s, early 2000s, those two could really just, I would imagine, have some wars with each other. Well, they went in in TNA, if you'll recall, in in yeah, I forgot. Yes, you're right. A few times. I think the monstrous ball between Abyss and Mick Foley, great match. Yeah, uh, you might want to put that up in the uh, show archive. Send that to Grace so you can put that up in the show archive there, uh, John. That would be a great, great match to look back on. Yes. Yes. Happy 42nd birthday for Alex Wright. If anyone remembers, he was in... WCW. Berlin and Does Wonder Kid. Yes, I do. I remember him very well. He was a member of the uh, the Boogie Knights, if you will, the Disco Inferno, Glenn Gilbernetti in the latter years of the 90s and yeah. 2000s. Yes, happy birthday to the Wonder Kid himself. And a happy, happy birthday to Johnny Rods. He turns 77 today. The man who trained Taz, among other great athletes. A very good... Uh, the Dudley Boys, Matt yep. Stryker, yep. Tommy Dreamer. Yep. And his more recent graduates included Colin Cassidy. How you doing? Yeah, how you doing? (laughs) And sadly, before we get all, before we, um, before we get off with the uh, wrestling histories and birthdays, I have two birthdays that would have been that would have been today as well. Please tell us. Today would have been the 88th birthday of Alfred Manuel Martin, known to baseball and wrestling fans as Billy Martin. Ah, yes, a great, great man. Happy birthday indeed. He played for seven teams in his 11-year career as a player, most of them with the Yankees, where he won the World Series championships, and he became a coach for the Minnesota Twins in the 1960s and managed with the Twins in 1969. He, He was best remembered for his five stints with the New York Yankees from 75 through 88. Yes. In 1986, Martin's number one was retired by the Yankees, and he was the first baseball celebrity to appear in a, at a WrestleMania, serving as a guest ring announcer for the show's main event. That's but he right. Was killed. WrestleMania one, wasn't it? Yes. But he was killed in a single vehicle accident when the car he was in slid off an icy road down a 300-foot embankment near his farm in Port Crane, New York, on Christmas Day in 1989. He died that evening in Johnson City. He was 61 years old, and he was set to manage the Yankees for the 1990 season at the time of his death. Wow. Well, happy birthday to him, indeed. A, a true, true, great guy. I mean, a lot of people remember him, like you said, of the Yankees in the 80, early 80s. I mean, you had guys like, uh, I believe, uh, Don Mattingly was around, Dave Rigetti, uh, some of those big names that I can remember very, very well. And uh, he was a very unique individual, no question about it. Of course, everyone also remembers him in the, I think it was the Miller Light commercials for a while. He was in some of those, too, I remember, with Bob Uecker back in the 80s, too. So he did quite yeah. a bit of those. And today would have been the 97th birthday 
of Liberace. Ah, the great piano player. We talked about. We just talked about WrestleMania One. Liberace, the great ring bellkeeper of WrestleMania One. Of course, everyone. I'm sure you guys may have seen it. Maybe you guys didn't see it. The movie that Michael Douglas and Matt Damon did behind the Calabria. Uh, Michael uh, Douglas played the great Liberace. Of course, Matt Damon played his uh, lover, if you will. Uh, guys, uh, when you mention Liberace, I mean you cannot name a better piano player than the great Liberace. And uh, as I said, I want to get your take on this, guys. Uh, did you guys get a chance at all to see that Russell, or, excuse me, not that Russell, that uh, special about the Verace with Michael Douglas at all? Gerard, did you get a chance to see it at all? No, I didn't. It's it's pretty good. You got to check it out. Uh, John, did you? No. Uh, like I said, you definitely got to check it out. And Greg, did you get a chance to check it out at all? No, I have not. It's it's very fascinating, let's just say. I mean, it's a little uh, out there, but it, it it is a very good movie. Let's just say it's a very, very good movie, yes. So happy birthday to two guys, uh, certainly who made an impact, like I said, in the very first ever WrestleMania. Of course, Billy Martin, the best ring announcer, as we know. And, of course, um, Billy, and of course, Billy Martin, as we mentioned, he would have been, what, 88, you said, John? Uh-huh. And, of course, 97 years old would have been uh, the great uh, Liberace. So, uh, certainly, happy birthday to both of those uh, tremendous human beings. And, of course, Johnny Rods, we mentioned, of course, uh, Colin Cassidy. Uh, who else uh, has he trained in recent years besides Cassidy? Is that the only one he we know? He trained Bill DeMott and Matt Stryker and Taz. Okay, so Bill DeMott, better known as you, Morris, folks. Matt Stryker, the teacher, we all know about him. Tommy Dreamer, and, of course, Taz. So, and, of course, he, like we said, he was a pretty decent wrestler back in the 70s and early 80s, I think. He was a very, very unique guy. So uh, happy birthday to him. So, John, thank you very much uh, for those three dates in history. Uh, it seems like we had a lot today, guys, but that's the way we like it here. However, sometimes we go a little past the normal time. So, guys, with that being said, now we got a lot of time left. How we're going to get everyone's uh, predictions now. We're going to do a little bit of predictions now as Extreme Rules is coming up live this Sunday on the WWE Network. Right okay, John, we'll be right back. And while we're doing that, folks, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. This is episode 43. We are here on TalkShoe.com. Joining me right now is the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer in Philadelphia. we got the bad guy himself, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. We also like to acknowledge uh, that Gerard and myself, of course, are the host of, uh, as well as Greg, uh, usually of Wrestling Revisit, 139926, every Tuesday night from 7 to 8. The last few weeks, of course, we've had some great moments for you. You can go back and listen to those. Of course, Gerard and I are also the host, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, ladies and gentlemen, of our other show, The Wrestling Debate, 139925-POUND. You can listen to that every Wednesday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Of course, you can listen to Wrestling Revisit from 7 to 8 every Tuesday night from 7 to 8. And, of course, tomorrow night from 9 to 11, the panel will be back with Revolution, 138055-POUND. And they will be talking about Raw, previewing SmackDown, as well as this week's NXT, of course. It should be very, very interesting to see what happens there. And speaking of NXT, Gerard, I was going to ask you real quick, did you get a chance to hear... Or see anything about that big Samoa Joe Finn Balor brawl over the weekend? No, I didn't. Uh, well, but it, it is the Godfather's birthday today. He turns 55. Okay, so Gerard is confirming another birthday for us. Thank you, Gerard. Uh, the Godfather, Mr. Pimpin' 8 Easy, the Hall of Famer himself, turning the speed limit today, the big 5-5. Five, five. Yes, folks, 55 and feeling alive is Godfather Charles Wright, better known as Kama Mustafa, if you will, better known as Papa Shango. Happy birthday to him as well as Gerard has just given us another confirmation on a birthday today, so we want to thank him for that. Uh, 
as we said, uh, it was supposed to be a pretty good brawl. John's going to try to find a clip of it, or at least the video montage, and put it up for all us to see. He said it was pretty good, and uh, we understand that tomorrow they're going to announce... on the NXT show, or...? I think it was at a house show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think it was. Uh, let me ask John. John, are you there? Well, it was on a uh, Monday Night Raw. What, the Balor and uh, Joe fight? Oh, no, 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 it was at a live event. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. I was just saying that, and like I said, I was telling Gerard that you, you'll have to send us all the clip of it so we can check it out and see it with our own eyes. I heard it was a very intense brawl, but I was telling Gerard uh, that uh, apparently, however, they're going to be announcing tomorrow the stipulation, however, for their big match coming up to take over in three weeks. And uh, while you were outside, John, uh, Gerard confirmed one more birthday for us. The Godfather is 55 today, so happy birthday to Mr. Pimpinate Easy himself. However, I'm sure he's having a lovely, lovely day with his hoskies, if you will, celebrating in style, however. So I have maybe, maybe he's having a birthday net, uh, net, uh, birthday creation for a necklace creation chain for his birthday. Maybe, but either that or he's probably at the uh, local... Uh, down at the uh, Peel Joint with his good friend Ron Farouk Simmons, of course, and they're having beer scare and saying the same word that Ron Simmons always loves to say, and that is damn. (laughs) So, that being said, guys, let's talk now about Extreme Rules. This Sunday, of course, as we said, it will be on the WWE Network. Don't forget, this Sunday, folks, 5 p.m. on TalkShoe. You can listen to Gerard, myself, Chad Hinshaw, The Black Widow, everyone on the show, whoever comes on, whether it be Mr. Lowdown Man himself, Kendrick Smith, The Big Diesel, Gregory Crane, of course, uh, the last kicker, Emery Reckenbach, Ronda Rush Wright, of course, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters. Whoever comes in, we're all going to get predictions in for the Extreme Rules show, if you will. And there might be some bets along the way. And we might do some bets here even on Raw Radio this afternoon. You never know if we're going to weigh in on that here as we go over the card. And this is some of the card we've heard so far. And we're going to weigh in with our thoughts about each match and give you our thoughts on the matches at hand. So, guys, let's get into it right away and get everyone's predictions. Uh, Again, these are in no order, but uh, let's talk about them anyway. The first match of the night, however, will be a very unique one. It is going to be Kalisto taking on Rusev. We know that Rusev made some comments last week about Kalisto, about eating his heart and taking away his U.S. title. I'm going to turn it over to the king himself, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, who do you like in this match? And uh, give us a winner, please. Rusev. You're going to take Rusev. Okay. John, who do you like? Well, Kalisto's meeting Ryback before, so I wouldn't be surprised if he gets another win over Rusev. So you're going to take Kalisto. Okay. Uh, Greg, who do you like? Uh, Rusev. All right. So uh, two for Rusev, one for Kalisto. You know, I'm going to take Kalisto as well, John. I mean, I think Kalisto can squash Rusev. I mean, Rusev hasn't proven anything to me since he uh, left, excuse me, the whole uh, affair with uh, uh, the League of Nations. But uh, we'll have to wait and see how he does, obviously, uh, coming up this Sunday. I just don't see him doing anything really exciting. I think it's going to be a win for Mr. Kalisto. Okay, next up, guys. How I'm sure, again, some of these matches will be announced this week and tonight. However, some stipulations, but we're going to talk about them anyway. Uh, it's going to be Dean Ambrose taking on Chris Jericho one-on-one. We saw what happened in Chicago. Uh, we'll go to Gerard first. Gerard, who do you like in this one? I'll be right back. i got to hang up and call you right back. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. He'll be right back. Okay, Gerard will be back with us in a few seconds, so he'll give us his prediction on that. So let's uh, we'll wait till he gets back. But we're going to get everyone else's prediction. I'm going to go here. I'm going to take 
Uh, Jericho this time. I took Jericho the last time. I think Jericho has to even the score this time. However, it makes sense. I'm going to take Y2J. Uh, John, who do you got? I'm going to take Jericho. All right, you're going to take Jericho this time. And Greg, who do you got? Uh, Dean Amherst. All right, so you're going to take Ambrose. Okay. So uh, very, very mixed uh, opinions from everyone again. And uh, like we said, we are still trying to find out more news on Emma's injury, of course, in case you're wondering. Uh, as I did mention earlier, WWE superstar Emma, not Kevin Owens, but Emma now, apparently was injured at a live event Sunday night, we understand, at a house show, I believe, in Roanoke, Virginia. We do not know yet if she will be cleared to fight tonight or be back in the ring, however, but we will keep you up to date with this story. And speaking of Divas, that takes us to our next match, guys, however, the big one, Natty Charlotte 2. This time, however, no Ric Flair at ringside. Greg, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like? Natalia. John? Natalia. You know what? I'm going with Natty, too. I think Natty gets the championship this time for a little while. I think without uh, Ric Flair being ringside, I think it makes sense. I think she'll be able to win this time and hopefully uh, be able to come home with the gold. So I'm going to take her as well. Okay, uh, guys, let's go to this one. This is going to be a good one, uh, depending on what happens with Kevin Owens' status, unless they uh, have him uh, shot up and ready to go into battle this Sunday. It'll be the big fatal four-way. It'll be The Miz taking on Cesaro, taking on Sammy, taking on... Uh, uh, Owens, uh, John, I'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to go with Cesaro, I think. All right, and you know what? Or Sami Zayn. Well, you got to choose one, unfortunately. You can't choose them both. <laughs> I know, it's the only thing that stinks. Who do you got? Hello? Yeah, I, I'm hearing you. Uh, who's your pick? Sami Zayn. So you're going to take Sammy, my buddy Sammy. Okay. You know what? Sammy did well the last time against Owens, and you know what? It's going to be tough, however, with these four, but you know what? I'm going to take the Swiss Superman. I think Cesaro's going to pull off enough. So I was really torn here. This was tough. Uh, Greg, who do you like? Uh, Sammy Shane. You're going to go with Sammy, too. Okay. And uh, we're going to wait for Gerard to get his answer here in a few minutes, so we'll continue to go over our picks here, and we'll get his picks on all these two, by the way, and uh, we'll get his take. Uh, this is another one, guys, that should be announced as early as tonight, I would imagine. It will be... Actually, it has already been announced, excuse me. The Vaudevillains versus the New Day. Can the New Day hold on to their tag team title reign, or is the Vaudevillains going to be too strong? I'll pick first this time. I love both teams, but the Vaudevillains, man, just have that killer heel instinct I like about them. Uh, I'm going to take these guys to pull off the upset. The New Day could be in trouble here. I think the New Day, it's not going to be not a New Day. It's going to be a New Day in the form of the Vaudevillains as they capture the gold. Uh, John, who do you like? I'm going to take the New Day. All right. And Greg, who do you got? The uh, New Day. All right, so you two are both taking New Day. I got the VOD villains. Okay. Well, again, we're when Okay, Gerard's returned now, folks. Gerard, welcome back. We have gotten some good matches here while you were out. And uh, let's uh, go over everyone's uh, picks one more time. We were just doing the VOD villains New Day. I got the VOD villains. We got two for the New Day in Greg and uh, John. Who do you got? And we're just waiting for confirmation for Gerard to return to the line here. He is with us, yeah, apparently. I'm okay. back. Okay. We were just doing the Vaudevillains New Day match. Who do you like in this one? New Day. 
So three for New Day and one for the Vaughn Villains. Okay. Uh, Charlotte versus Natty. No Ric Flair at ringside. All of us are taking Natty. Who do you got? Charlotte. Char- Whoa! He's taking Charlotte, boys. This is interesting. Okay. Uh, we got uh, Ambrose and Jericho. Oh, that's a hard one. Yes. Just take your time. Uh, uh, this one's hard. Uh, I gotta go Jericho. Okay, very interesting. You know, I went with Jericho too. You and I are the only two who took Jericho. Everyone, the both of them took Ambrose. All right. Uh. Let's go to the final couple matches here, guys. Again, these could be announced as early as tonight. Some of these have already been announced. Some of them will be announced, I'm sure, in the next day or two because Ron is in Greensboro tonight and in Greenville, South Carolina, tomorrow night. It will be, for the world's title, the big matchup, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Gerard. I'll start with you. Well, I said this last time. I'm going to say it again. I want a heel turn from somebody. Uh, well, I want it from AJ Styles. I want him to adapt the heel, and uh, so I'm going to say AJ Styles. All right, and you know what? I'm going to go with AJ, too. I think AJ was damn close to winning the last time. I think this time he's going to do it. And uh, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask everyone the same question, too. Does Finn Bauer show up here, or do they wait till Monday night? I I say do it at a pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and then you can debut the Balor Club or just keep it the club, I guess. But mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. That would be interesting. Very interesting. I, I could see that happening. Okay. Uh, John, same question goes to you. Who wins, and does Balor show up here? Uh, I think Finn Balor does show up. Okay. He has. He's got to show up somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, does uh, AJ? Who who wins this between Roman and AJ? Uh, AJ. You're gonna take AJ too. Okay. And Greg, we'll go to you. Um. Yeah, I gotta go with AJ this one. And does Balor show up as well? Yes. Okay. All right, guys, some pretty good uh, answers from everyone, and we want to welcome Guest 8. Now Guest 8 has just logged into the chat. Guest 8, welcome to the show, of course. We're always glad you would uh, stop in. You're one of our regulars, we understand, and uh, we're very happy you could join us here today. Uh, Hopefully uh, we will get your thoughts as well and uh, hear what you have to say. And as I mentioned earlier, of course, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget on Saturday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. You can listen to the Power Hour with Gerard T. Smith, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman as they give you the weekend review. Of course, the caller ID number is 141364. And, of course, for our new show, Wrestling uh, at off, Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen, that is a very good show. Of course, we debuted with that last week. You can listen to us every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 7.30. So those of you just getting home or those of you just out and about listening and wanting to listen to the show, check us out on that show. This week we're going to have a very good show for you once again, and the call ID number on that show is 141387, ladies and gentlemen. So you might want to check that out. And, of course, Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, who knows this Saturday, the Black Widow along with His Highness, Gerard T. Smith, will give you their thoughts about 
Extreme Rules, as well as the Weekend Review, including a preview for Raw Radio, which will be episode celebrating episode of the Big 4-4 next Monday, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about Extreme Rules Aftermath and a preview of Money in the Bank and some other news next week. But in the meantime, we're still going strong here for another 45 minutes here this afternoon. Uh, so, guys, good predictions all around from every one of us. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this Sunday, of course, in Newark, if you will. Um, before we continue on, since we got everyone's predictions, does anyone want to have make a bet on the air right now here on Raw Radio? Does anyone have any bets up lined up right now? Uh, Gerard, you got any bets lined up? Yeah, I will bet you on the Natty Charlotte match. All right, name your terms. I'm 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 all ears. What do you got? Uh, I didn't think that far. Uh, hold on. Uh, okay. Let me see. Let me see. Um. All right, uh, I'm going to name the group that I want my videos put in if Charlotte wins, and you can name your group if Natty wins. Is that a deal? I think we can accept those terms. Yes, I'm I'm willing to accept that. That's that's a bet. If Charlotte wins, I want Charlotte videos for a week in top heel. Yes. And if Natty wins, whatever group you pick, I'll put them in it. That's the deal. I'll accept those terms. All, right. All right, guys, you heard the bet. So there you go. Gerard and myself have our first bet of the uh, pay-per-view. Charlotte wins. I put matches in his group, top heel. Nothing but Charlotte for a whole week. And if uh, Natty wins, however, and I think she'll win this time in whatever group I'm in, however, Gerard will put Natty videos in mine. So there you go. Okay. John, do you have a bet lined up? Oh, yes, I do. Please tell us. What do you got and who are you going to take out next? If, if, KO were, were to win the Intercontinental Championship. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I don't know if Gerard got his prediction on that one. Gerard, uh, we forgot that one. Thanks, uh, John, hold on. Uh, yeah, Gerard, uh, if KO can't go, uh, who do you think is going to win this ladder match? But if he can go, do you think he still has a chance of winning? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh uh, that's, uh ah. I took Cesaro and these two took Sammy. Uh, uh, well, you know who I take, but I don't know if he can. I don't think he'll be able to. Well, it depends how bad his injury. Uh, you know what? I, so, John, who are you gonna make the bet with? Yeah, John, who are you gonna? Who's who's your uh, target? Who are you betting? Uh, I'm. Targeting Gerard. He's, ta- he's targeting you, Gerard. He's got a bet with you coming up. Well, okay, we can make the bet, but if uh, KO can't go, then we'll have to uh, re re kind of do the bet. Maybe, that's uh, fine. We, 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 that's no, we fine. That. We, well, we can redo the bet then. On uh, I'll rechange. I'll, I'll announce the new bet then on uh, either debate or uh, revisit it tomorrow or Wednesday. That's fine. Okay, John, name your terms, please. Uh, if, if, yes. say I were to win, then Gerard, next Monday, we will do KO's thing. Okay. But, yes. If Sammy wins, yes. 
I don't know. Well, it's Sammy Wins, Gerard. One of you guys is going to have to, uh, Gerard, if you're either on debate or revisited that night, you're going to have to do, uh, or uh, you're going to have to do the, uh, or if you're on Attitude Radio, you're going to have to do Sammy Zane's theme song, Gerard. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's fine. All right, so another bet has been made by His Highness in the suplex machine here. Okay, two good bets going on. Okay, let's turn it over now to the Big Diesel. Gregory Kramer, Greg, what do you got? Do you got any bets with any one of us here in the panel? I don't have any uh, bets, unfortunately. Okay, all right, let me think here. And you know what? I'm going to go target... You, John, you're my target first. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yes. And the Ambrose-Jericho match is what I'm going to target you on. Okay. Next, here's my terms. Since Jericho should have won at extreme, or excuse me, payback, mind you, however, mind you, uh, let's do this. Next Monday on Raw Radio, if Jericho wins... You start out the show by playing Jericho's theme. And when I when we start the beginning of the show, if Ambrose wins, however, and uh, introduce me as when I come in as, with Jericho's theme, if Ambrose should win, you play Ambrose's theme, and then I'll introduce you uh, for one day as the, instead of the human suplex machine, the Lunatic Fringe 2.0. Okay. So we got a bet there. Okay. So there you go, guys. Three great bets so far here this afternoon with everyone. Uh, Greg's still trying to think of a good one, I'm sure. Uh, Greg, if you have a good one for the end of the show, let us know. If not, uh, just send us a message, and we'll try to uh, let everyone know uh, tomorrow night on debate or revisit it later this week. Uh, So uh, very, very good stakes here, guys, to say the least, however. And with that said, however, uh, we still got about less than 30, 35 minutes to go. So, I mean, what else can we do here? Let me think here. Oh, yes. What am I thinking of, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we can maybe, well, Chad's not on, unfortunately. We're going to do that. We'll probably do that later this week. In fact, tomorrow night, however, ladies and gentlemen, we will finish this up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, mind you. And uh, we will tell you what we thought, however, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we thought, however, as uh, we did a tag team tournament, if you will, uh, last week, and we also did the Divas Affair, however, so you can go back and listen to some of our thoughts about that. Also, last Friday, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, they did a very special 64-man tournament you can go back and listen to, and of course, we had a very special guest last week return to the show, the Black Widow, Gerard's sister, if you will, the Black Widow MLD, Michelle Lindodds, who we'd like to say a special shout-out to, and to her son, Caleb, who is just finishing up school for the uh, year and getting ready for summer, as we all are getting ready for summer. It's summer just around the corner. It's starting to feel like it finally here for a change after being in winter, at least this past weekend. 
of course, this uh, week, do not forget on Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about some of the new movies, including uh, The Other Guys with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling, which looks really funny. The Angry Birds movie, if you will, and of course, Neighbors 2 with Zac Efron. Just some of those big movies coming out this week. Of course, this past week, Captain America once again dominating the front page in the entertainment world, movie-wise, grossing another 70-plus million, and it's done very, very well in the first two weeks. In fact, they said probably by... The middle of uh, June, possibly in the next week or two, it could be close to $400 million, but so far it's well over 250 to $300 million. But uh, one of the bigger disappointments of the week, if you want to call it a disappointment, though, was the new, Matt, uh, excuse me, the new George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie, Money, uh, I forget what it was called, Something Money, however, but uh, it only took in $15 million in, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Cap- Guest 9 is just telling us how, in his opinion, Captain America was just a bad movie. Guest 9, you're entitled to your opinion, we understand. He also told us he met Liberace once, and he was a very nice guy. So, Guest 9, we thank you for your opinions. However, if you feel like calling in, uh, just give us a call. You know the number, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four, And that goes for everyone, and the caller ID is one three eight seven four four. But as I said, folks, uh, the new Michael, why did I say Michael? The new George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie, uh, has gotten pretty good reviews so far. It has not done very well in the first few week, week or so, but uh, we do know that over the last couple weeks, however, uh, one movie that does has done very, very well, however, obviously, is, of course, uh, The Jungle Book, of course, continuing to gross in a lot of money and becoming a very big hit. Uh, Greg, I don't know, have you had a chance to see it at all? Greg. Greg, are you there? Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about uh, the new movie, uh, The Jungle Book. Have you had a chance to see it at all? I have not. I heard it was really, really, really good. Yes. And the movie I was referring to is I got tongue-tied there with the money word. However, it is called Money Monster with uh, Clooney and uh, whatnot. And Guest Night says he's a great actor. I would agree there. He's a fantastic actor. He's been in great movies like Out of Sight. Uh, this one, of course, The American. One of the movies that I did like him in, besides the Oceans trilogy, except for the second Oceans, tril- Oceans 12, obviously, was the one that he came out with Sam Rockwell. Uh, it was based on the Gong Show, if you recall. It was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Great, great movie. If you've never seen that, guys, I suggest you check it out. I might even do a review of it maybe this week on the Facebook page, which you can check out, ladies and gentlemen, as Gerard, myself, and the Black Widow are all part of it. And, of course, all of us, uh, you can give us your favorite movie reviews, uh, past and present, as well as actors and actresses, and put up your favorite soundtracks of the movies as well. It is movie fans worldwide. And we've had some great movies come up over there over the last few weeks, including Wall Street, Bonnie and Clyde, uh, The Big Lebowski, Dazed and Confused. John, of course, put up a couple recently of Speed. Gerard thought of a great one, which I have not seen yet, Gerard. I'm still going to see it soon, is Southpaw. I do want to see Southpaw, but uh, one movie I do might check out this week too and do a review on, ladies and gentlemen, could be either The Hateful Eight with Quentin Tarantino's new movie or The Reverend with Leo DiCaprio, and that is supposed to be a fantastic, fantastic movie. Of course, it became a big hit. Uh, Guest Nine's telling us uh, another movie that he didn't think was all that great, however, and of course, he's still entitled to his opinion, and you're all entitled to your opinion, folks, is the Batman Superman movie. Okay, guys, enough of the movie talk. Now we're going to get into some more wrestling talk here about the, as we continue on here this afternoon on Raw Radio. Uh, we're going to get into some fantasy matchups now, ladies and gentlemen, so be ready for your fantasy matchups and uh, give us your thoughts here. So with that said, we're going to start it off here this afternoon with the man himself, Gerard T. Smith, as usual. Gerard, uh, what is your first fantasy matchup, please? 
first fantasy matchup is uh that would be a great question. Uh let me see what I'm looking at. Six-man tag team. All right. Club. Uh, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and AJ Styles versus Three mm-hmm. Count. Ooh, okay. Shannon Moore uh, and his cohorts are Shane Helms, Shannon Moore, and uh, his other cohort. Who's the third one I'm thinking of now? I know it's on the tip uh, of my head. Evan Courageous. Yes, that's right. Evan Courageous. So, okay, a good match here. Three count versus the club here. A uh, very good opening uh, contest here this afternoon here on the Fancy Raw Radio Show. Okay, uh, Gerard, uh, I know who you're going to go with, so I don't even bother need to ask you because you've already got that locked in. John, who do you got? Between who? The club, however, and uh, three count. Who do you got? I'm going with the club. And Greg, who do you got? The club. All right, so all of us taking the club here. Very, very good first match there, Gerard. Okay, John, you're up next. What do you got? All right, my next matchup will be a good one. Will be a great one, to say the least. It'll be Triple H versus Triple H versus... I know this match should have happened a long. This match should have happened, but it didn't. But you know what? I'm going to say Triple H versus Randy Savage. Ooh, okay. Uh, who do you like? Uh, I'm going with Triple H. I'm going to take the Macho Man here in this one. Gerard, who do you got? Oh, this one's a, a doozy. Yeah. Um uh, um, I'm going to say Triple H. All right. And, uh, Greg, what about you? Uh, Triple H. Okay, all but me has got the Macho Man. So, okay, very, very interesting. Okay, Greg, you're next, however. Uh... Stone Cold versus Goldberg. Stone Cold and Goldberg. Okay, I mean we've we've been talking about this match for a while, and this match. I mean, there's some talk that Goldberg might be on his way back to WWE at some point, maybe if he decides to get back into wrestling. Uh, who do you like in this one? Uh Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
I'm torn, but you know what? I'm going to go with Goldberg. And uh, speaking of which, however, next Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, on the Stone Cold Podcast, Mick Foley will be in the Booker's chair and interviewing Shane O'Mac after all. So you might want to pay attention, guys. That's going to be one doozy of a podcast next Monday. We'll talk about it prior to uh, next Monday night's uh, show, if you will. You might uh, want to stay tuned and listen to that on Raw Radio. Okay, John, who do you got? I want Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, and Gerard, who do you got? Stone Cold. All right, so I'm the only one who got Goldberg then. Okay, uh, very interesting here, folks. Uh, um, let's uh, go to, uh, let's see, who is next? John, you've already picked yours, right? Yes. Okay, I'm the only one who's not picked yet in round one. Okay, I will go with a good one here. Uh, uh uh, let's see. What is my match? Okay, here it is. This is going to be a very inner. This is going to be an inner promotional match, if you will, and it's going to be fun. You're going to like this too. It'll be the modern day Kerry Von Eric, modern day lawyer Kerry Von Eric, teaming up with Finn Balor from NXT, taking on Ric Flair, and his partner will be Seth Rollins if you will. So, uh, we got one guy from NXT, and we're going to use the NXT Rollins in this case, folks, before he got to the Shield, while he was pre-WWE. Flair, of course, in the NWA. Of course, Balor, of course, NXT now, and Kerry back in WCCW. This is going to be a pretty good doozy of a tag match. Gerard, who do you like? Flair and Rollins. All right. Uh, John, who do you like? Uh, which match? Finn Balor and Kerry Von Erich versus Seth Rollins and Ric Flair. I'm going to go with Rollins and Flair. All right. I'm going to go with Balor and Eric. I think they have enough to win here. I think the discus punch and uh, the Cootie Gray does enough of the architect and Nate Cheer. It's going to be a great match. It'll go 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes long. It'll be a war, no doubt about it. But in the end, I think Balor and Kerry Von Eric come out with a big, big W. Uh, Greg, who do you like in this one? Uh, Flair and Rollins. So everyone but me has got that one. Okay, no problem. Okay, guys, a good first round. Um, everyone, let's go on to round number two, as we like to say, and uh, continue on here this afternoon with uh, Raw number two, ladies and gentlemen, and give you uh, our thoughts here. Uh, we will start off this time with you, uh, Greg. Who do you got in round number two? Uh, the New Age Outlaws versus the Freebirds. Ooh, good one there. Real good one there. Uh, the Freebirds and the New Age Outlaws, however. Very good here. Okay. Uh, that being said, let's uh, get your take. Who do you got? The New Age Outlaws. All right. John, who do you got? The Freebirds or uh, the Von uh, the Von Erics? I'm going with the Von Erics. Or the Freebirds free or the Outlaws. Sorry. The Freebirds or the Outlaws. My mistake. I, I slipped up. That was my mistake. Freebirds and Outlaws. You're still going to take who again? I was a New Age. Well, you. I was a New Age Outlaw fan in the Attitude Era. I still am, but I'm going with the Freebird. All right, so you're gonna stay with them. All right, all right. I'm gonna take the Freebird Fantasia, mind you, and that is my pick. Gerard, who do you got? Freebird. All right, so there we go. 
Uh, very, very uh, good uh, opening uh, matchup for round number two there, uh, Greg. Very, very good one there, to say the least. Okay, uh, John, we'll go to you next. Who do you got? Okay. Um, it's going to be Big Show versus King Kong Bundy. Big Ooh, two big men there. Very, very unique, however. Uh, big Show versus King Kong. Okay, who do you got? I'm going, I will take the Big Show. All right. Greg, who do you got? Who was it again? Big Show versus King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to go King Kong Bundy as well, however. And I will uh, take that, take him. And uh, Gerard, who you got? Big Show or King Kong Bundy? King Kong Bundy. All right. So, very good match there uh, to start out your uh, pick there, Greg. Very good. Okay, Gerard, you're next. What do you got? Uh, let me see. If you can run. Did the phone ring at all? How do you know it works? Who's turn in it? It's uh, Gerard's turn. Okay. I got one. Okay. Uh, I hope you all know him. He's from ROH. You should know him, though. Yes. Adam Cole, the newest Mm -hmm. member of the Bullet Club. Yes. Versus Sami Zayn. Ooh, that's a good one. Adam Cole versus Amy Zane there. The newest member of the Bull Club taking on Mr. Ole Ole, Ole himself. Uh, we all know him as uh, Sami Zane. Good match here. Uh, please give us your winner, sir. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, okay. You know what? It's a tough one, but I'm going to go with Sami Zane in a close one. I like Sami in a tight one. Uh, John, who do you got? I think Sami Zane can pull it off here. <laughs> All right, and uh, Greg, let's go to you. Uh, Sammy Shane. Okay, so good match, Gerard. Okay, very, very good matchup. Okay, um, it's my turn again. Okay, okay, here's a good one, guys. All right, let's go with a uh, little gimmick match this time, however. I am going to, uh, let's see, I'm going to go Tully Blanchard taking on Dean Ambrose. And I'm going to make it even more interesting. We're going to make it Extreme Rules, if you will. So, uh, Gerard, Tully Blanchard versus, however, the Lunatic Fringe. Who do you got? I got Tully. Uh, Yeah, I got to go with Tully here, too. John, who do you got? Uh, Tully. No shocker here. Hmm. And, uh, Greg, who do you got? Who was it again? Tully Blanchard versus uh, Dean Ambrose in an Extreme Rules match. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Okay, so you're the only one going with Ambrose. Everyone else is going with Tully. Okay. 
All right, guys, very good, and we're going to have time for another round here or two before we give you our raw range for the day. We're going to go a couple more rounds here, and then, of course, we're going to have a little fun towards the end of the show with everyone's predictions in raw range, and also one more thing added to the show, too, which I will reveal at that time. Let's go to round three, and you know what? I'll start out since... All right, we had... who's All right, who started round one and two? Let me think again. Round one went to Gerard. I know that. Round two went with you, Greg, right? Yes. Okay, John, you'll start off round three this time. We'll go with you in round three to start out. What do you got for us in round okay. three? Okay. I have Paige teaming up with uh, Lita to take yes. on Charlotte and Trish Stratus. Ooh, that's a good one. Paige and Lita versus Charlotte and Trish. Okay, I like this one. Uh, please reveal us to us your winner. Paige and Lita. I, I got to go with Paige and Lita, too. Uh, Gerard, who do you got? And please. Well, hold on. A second. Well, we got a. Apparently, we got a call in, and I uh, someone calling in at this moment. It's not here on the show. It's someone else calling in. Uh, let's see if we can get Gerard. Gerard, we got your answer there, sir. Uh, all I gotta know is where does Del Rio fit in this? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. I was gonna you know get. You what? I heard. I seen something today. Uh, I don't know if Greg posted it. Somebody posted it saying, "Oh no, it was Rush." Never mind. Oh, what she what she post? Please tell us. She posted something about Paige and Charlotte being pissed off about Del Rio. They might be like a three way uh, something. Hmm. I never got into that. I I gotta read more into it. What, like, what the heck's going on? Uh, but uh, Del Rio will be the special guest referee in this yes. match. And Cage team will win. Yes. You know what? I agree. I would agree there, too. I mean, I, I just it makes me just cringe that he has seen someone like Del Rio, Paige is with someone like him, because, I mean, she could do so much better than him, but uh, I know Del Rio's a family man, supposedly. He has a wife and kid, and just now to go against the grain and go with a very beautiful, attractive Paige, however, I mean, hopefully she knows what she's doing. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how long that lasts. It really is. But uh, we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Paige's team, too. Uh I was going to say, however, uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, great. Let's go to you. Uh, Paige. All right. Uh, very good match up there, guys. Uh, very good way to start round three. And, John, that was a good way to kick off round three, however. Uh, let's uh, go to you next, however. Gerard, yeah. your uh, third round match, please. All right. Uh Guys, a good fatal four-way there. 
You got Jericho, Malenko, Ray, and uh, who's our fourth guy? X Pac. No, Jericho isn't in there. Oh, sorry. Uh, X Pac, uh, Ray, Malenko, and Eddie Guerrero, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. I thought it was Jericho. Okay, guys, uh, you heard Ger- uh, uh, Gerard's match, a good fatal four-way here for the Cruiserweight title, if you will. Uh, very, very good match, however, mind you. Uh, give us your uh, prediction there, uh, John. Uh, what match? Uh, the fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight title. It'll be uh, the matchup between Malenko, Eddie, uh, Ray Jr., and X-Pac. I'm going to take Ray Jr. I'll take Eddie. And, uh, Greg, who do you got? Uh, X-Pac. I'm going to go... Well, I already made my prediction. And, uh, Gerard, uh, I I think you gave us your answer first on this one. I I didn't, but I'm going to now. X-Pac. X-Pac. Okay, so we've got two for X-Pac, one for Ray Jr., one for Eddie. So, all right, guys. Very, very good matches all around, however. And uh, we got one more time, one more match for the third round. We'll go one more round, however, for the fourth and final round. And then we will uh, give you our raw ratings and predictions for tonight, however, and one more prediction as well and get everyone's take. However, we kind of talked about it earlier in the non-sports-related news, but we're going to get everyone's take on it anyway. Uh, let us go to, again, I think I'm the only one who didn't do it this time, right? Is it me again, yeah. guys? Yeah, it's me. Okay. All right. Uh, this one is going to be a good one. I haven't put Divas in the match yet, so I'm going to have a good Divas match this time, mind you. And this is going to be an Iron Woman match, if you will. And it will be Becky Lynch, my girl, taking on... Uh, let's see. I'm going to put Becky against, uh, let's just say, Sasha Banks, one-on-one in an Iron Woman match. And... This time we'll make it a 30-minute Iron Woman match, if you will. Uh, this is a tough one, but you know what? I love both of them, but i got to stay with my girl, Becky. I love that Irish temper of hers. She's my girl through and through, so I'm taking her. Gerard, who do you got on this one? The boss. I'm going to take Sasha. Okay, John, who do you got? John, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, Becky and Sasha, Iron Woman match. Who do you got? I'm going with Sasha. All right, and Greg, who do you got? I hate, I hate I had to say it, JD, but I did. That's all right. Uh, Greg, who do you got in the Iron Woman match? Uh, Sasha. You take Sasha too. Okay. All right, guys. One more time. We're going to go around, however, for the fourth and final round, however. Everyone got a chance to go first this time, however. I think... Who's the only one who did not go first yet in all the in all three rounds? I think I'm the only one, right? Because I started with Gerard, and I went to Greg, and then I started with you, John, right? Right. Okay. So I'll go first here to start round four for our last round. My last match of the day is going to be... The battle of announcers. It will be a tag team match. Gordon Soley teams up with JR to take on Jerry the King Lawler, and his partner will be. Hmm. You know what? Let's put Jerry the King Lawler in the ring with Gorilla Monsoon. John, who do you like? Gordon Foley's team. All right, Gerard. 
Kings team. Okay. And uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Greg, let's go to you. Uh, who's your announcers again? Gordon Soley and his partner will be uh, JR taking on the King, and his partner will be uh, Gorilla Matsum. Uh, Team Gorilla Matsum. Okay. Very good match there, guys. Very, very good match, huh? I have some news just coming into uh, Gerwig.net. Please tell us, John, and before we uh, get to your uh, match. TMZ's released footage of China recorded in the week before her, her death that was to be used in the documentary about her comeback. Hmm. The disturbing video show China apparently under the influence with a bad cut on her face and bruising on her eyes. Mm. Filmmaker Rob Pacoila told TMZ that China insisted her facial wound was from a random champagne bottle attack at a liquor store. But he believes China was injured during a drunken fall and too embarrassed to admit it. Rob was concerned when he saw the videos and got in touch with China's lawyer to discuss how they could help her. Rob also claims they contacted WWE to help her get into rehab, but ran out of time as China passed away while everything was being worked out. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting there. Very interesting. Thank you, John. Guys, uh, you just heard the news from John giving us the update on Gerwick.net. Gerard, we'll go to you first, however, before we go back to John, however, with his fantasy matchup eventually. Your thoughts about the new developments on China? Uh, very sad. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And, uh, Greg, your thoughts? Yeah, it's really a shame. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. Okay, uh, John, we'll definitely keep an eye on that story. Thank you for bringing that to our attention here as John just gave us some news from uh, Gerwick.net from uh, Steve Gerwick's uh, website there. You can check out Gerwick.net, however, for all your news, however, as well as some of the other big news of the day, of course, here on uh, 411mania.com as well as our own news desk here. And, of course, Gerard and I will be manning the news desk tomorrow night. Do not forget, on Revolution 138055-POUND, we will talk about Raw. We'll talk about Extreme Rules. I'm sure we might have some uh, uh, trivia going on tomorrow night. We'll also talk about uh, a lot of other things. But don't forget, we will be on early at 7 o'clock tomorrow night till 8 o'clock with Wrestling Revisit Gerard, myself, Greg, along with the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, possibly, or Gerard and myself. We'll take you back to another time and place. Last week, we talked about Star. 89. Who knows what we're going to talk about tomorrow night, but we're going to have a great, great show for you. And of course, on Wednesday night, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to Outside the Ropes from 6.30 to 7.30 on Talk Show. Caller ID 141387. We'll talk about the latest new movies that are out coming this week. We'll also talk about, who knows what else we'll be talking about, the latest sports news of basketball, baseball, football, whatever. And then at 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, you can join Gerard, myself, and Miss Madness herself, the Black Widow herself, 139925, till 9 o'clock, as we will be talking about wrestling debate. And this week's debate, of course, who knows what the three of us will be kicking around and uh, saying what we have to say, but it should be a doozy. Hell, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, we'll be on with Revolution until 11.15, 11.30. 
Thursday night, Wolfpack Radio will be on at 9 o'clock to 11, 138521-pound. Friday night, of course, we'll wrap up the week in style. It should be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, so you might want to check that out as well. And then Saturday night, of course, you can check out Gerard and Michelle, 138982 with Attitude Radio, rated R, however. And this week, they'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, of course, and also get you set for Extreme Rules and preview also next Monday's show of Raw Radio, which next week, folks, will be celebrating episode number 44 in the books. Okay, John, uh, please, uh, sorry about all this hype and whatnot, but we had to get it out of the way. Let's go to your uh, next fantasy matchup, your last one of the day, please. What do you got? Big Bossman versus Roman Reigns in a uh, no-holds-barred match. Oh, I knew you were going to do something like this. This is a good one. Roman Reigns and the Bossman, who do you got? Uh, <laughs> you know who I'm going to go with, but yeah. I have to go with the Big Bossman. Okay, very good. I'm going to take the boss man, too. Uh, Greg, who do you got? The big boss man. All right, and Gerard? Big boss man. All right, very good there, John. So two down, two to go. We're going to next go to uh, Gerard T. Smith with his final fantasy matchup of the afternoon. Gerard, what do you got for us? All right, I got an eight-man, since I should always do an eight-man every show. Yes, you do. All right, I haven't did one, so I'm going to do an eight-man. I'm going to do... I'm going to do a big eight-man here. I'm going to do Kevin Nash. Yes. Did one-man gang and yes. Vader on mm-hmm. one side. Yes. Where you at? And I'm going to do... Yeah. Uh, King Kong Bundy Earthquake Tugboat and Yokozuna. All right, good match there for the eight man. Uh give us your winner please, however. Team Nash. All right, I'm going to go with Team Nash as well. Uh, John, who do you got? All right, you got Powerbomb, you have Avalanche, you have the Earthquake, and you have Gerard, you want to say it with me? Yeah, go. Ready? Bonsai! Yes. Indeed you do, and... You got a you got a lot of like I said you got a lot of uh, uh, heavy weight on that team no doubt about it. Uh, so uh, I guess you're gonna take them, correct? Yep. All right, and Greg, your turn. Uh, team Nash. All right, so everyone got their picks in. Greg, you've got our last match of the day. However, please ensue us with that, please. Uh, Kevin Ash versus Kane. Ooh, Kevin Nash versus Kane. Okay, please give us a winner here. Uh, Kevin Nash. I will take uh, Kevin Nash as well, however. Uh, 
let's see, however, uh, I'm going to say, what was I going to say? Okay. Uh, okay, John, you're up. All right, and Gerard, I don't think I have to answer, ask you the question. You know the answer to that, correct? I do. All right. All right, guys. Very good matches all around, guys. Very good. And uh, for that, we want to thank you for uh, listening in this afternoon. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, as we always do every Monday, we give you our raw ratings and predictions. Chad already gave you his predictions here to me today. He said it will be a 2-6-5 this week. It will be Roman versus Luke Gallus. The club and family members are at ringside, so that's his prediction. I'm going to go with a 2-5 this week. I think they've got to do a little bit better. Then in the last few weeks in the rains, they've got to do something. They're going up against some competition tonight. My main event is going to be a little different. I think it's going to be a very unique match in a way. It will be, I think, the New Day with Dean Ambrose teaming up to take on Jericho, the Vaudevillains, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's four and three. So it's gonna be a handicap match in a way. However, so I think it's gonna be that's my uh, prediction. Gerard, what do you got for our main event and predictions, please, uh, as far as the main event goes? Uh, two six five sounds good, and my main event is I'm gonna have to uh, go along the lines of. Uh, versus a club, but I'm just trying to think. Uh, hmm. Um, hmm. You kind of almost played that out, like tag team and then uh, six man. Uh, yeah. What? Oh, man. I'm going to do Roman versus Luke as well. Okay, very good. And John, uh, what about you? Give us your raw rating prediction, please. Uh, I believe we will see uh, a tag team match mm-hmm. between. I think we will have Roman teaming up with Dean. Mm-hmm. To take on Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And the myth. Ooh, okay. Very good. And your rating is what again? 2.8. Two, wow, you're going up this week. Okay. And Greg, we'll go to you last. Uh, I want a lot of diva action, a lot of action tonight. Uh, main event, uh, Roman Reigns versus Gallows. Okay. And your rating, please. Uh, 2.5. That sounds good. Okay. All right. So very good. Very good. And before we get uh, to our final segment of the day, I'm going to ask you each a non-sports question. However, we kind of touched upon it earlier about the playoffs and whatnot. Of course, I will be there tonight in Pittsburgh here for the big Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh hockey game, game number two. Hopefully the Penguins get back on the schneid. I am picking them to win tonight. I'm going to ask everyone a simple question. Does the Penguins tie up the series or does Tampa go up 2-0? We'll start with you, Gerard, first. Pittsburgh wins tonight. All right. And uh, John, we'll go to you next. Pittsburgh. All right. And Greg, we'll go to you. Uh, That I do not know. Uh, I probably won't be watching the game. All right. Uh, just, well, uh, Gerardi, I'm going to handle the hype up real quick for the number again. I'll be right back in two seconds. <laughs> 
1-724-444-7444. The ID number is 138-744. Press pound, press one, and you can talk to any of us right now. All right. Thank you very much, sir, Gerard. And as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back again next week. And, of course, tomorrow night you can check us all out. However, we will give you our thoughts on Raw and whatnot tomorrow night. John will have your birthdays and dates in history. Hopefully, Greg will stop by. Uh, it should be a great night of action. Have a great Monday night, everyone. Be safe out there. Go Penguins. Go uh, just enjoy yourself tonight. Enjoy Raw. And John's going to take us out with a great theme today, Real American by Rick Danger and Company. So with that said, this is the conclusion of Raw Radio. Have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. And have a good night, everyone. John, take us out, please. I hate commercials. Oh, I didn't pick rock and roll hoochie coo. I wanted real American. Well, play hoochie coo. I don't care. Rock and roll hoochie coo will play. No, we're doing real American. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.